Hi, I'm Stephanie. I'm That Undercover Unicorn, and you are listening to the That Undercover Unicorn podcast. Through self-love and affirmations, this episode will help you uncover your inner unicorn and help you feel just a little bit more magical today. Hey, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you here. It was a crazy, crazy weekend. So this episode is going out a little bit later today, but it's happening because it's a really important one. I actually came across uh, an IGTV on my Instagram not too long ago, and I recorded these amazing epiphanies (laughs) I had, and I recorded them in my car, and I shared it on IGTV, and I was just watching it and being so excited about self-love again and just really drove home the points of why do we even need self-love? Why do we need it? What is it for? (laughs) And why is it so hard? Um, so I decided to just put this up as the podcast episode today. It's short and sweet. It's perfect. And I really just wanted you to know why you need self-love. And I apologize if the audio is a little bit different than this because I, like I said, I recorded it in my car, but the message is so important and it made me just feel so proud of myself too for back then knowing how important self-love is and giving myself those tools and teaching me and other women how to do it because it is paying off so much. This was recorded back in September of 2019 and if I didn't have those tools to get me through 2020, I honestly have no idea where I would be right now. So I'm so grateful for them And I'm so glad I get to share them with you today. So here you go. (laughs) I was really thinking about this and, um, you know, why, why is it that we're so hard on ourselves? We are these really amazing beings. Like we are pretty amazing humans, right? Especially like us moms, we've given birth and we raise human beings and we make sure they don't die and like we make sure they're fed and happy and loved and all these things and holy cow we do that we give all of that of us to them and we are capable of some like crazy incredible things i know you know women in your life right now that you're like she's amazing like how does she take all of that on how does she accomplish that much but Um, I know you know these women that are just incredible and we're so hard on ourselves. We take so much away from what we are capable of because we don't see it and we think that we have to be perfect and we think that life looks a certain way when it is perfect. Does that make sense? Okay, so one of the things I've learned, and I actually learned this from a good friend, um, Canary Jane, Natasha from Canary Jane. She's amazing. She's kind of my like bestie. I love her so much. Um, but she brought up this really awesome point of, you know, why are we so hard on ourselves? And then why when we become moms is it even worse? It 
is actually a survival tactic. It's something that's built into us. <laughs> it's built into us to make sure that we are keeping our children alive, that we are taking care of ourselves, and that we are trying to be the best humans that we can be. And that's that is good. Like that is a good thing for us to have inside of us to make sure that we're staying on track and doing a good job and to help us grow. It's it's something just built in to help us grow and be better and to make sure we're doing the things that are absolutely necessary like eating and feeding our children, being loving, kind humans, right? The other one is kind of a culture thing. We have all these expectations that is set up in our culture. You know it's true and as much as like we've had a decent shift in being more accepting and loving of every human and every size and shape and person. I truly believe that we've come so far in that way. We still have some pretty intense culture expectations. And then we get into like a certain group and we feel like we have to keep up with this group. And then we get on Instagram and we see this girl that has the cutest wardrobe and the hair and the house and you know all the things and we just feel we feel like we want that and if we don't have it then we suck <laughs> and so a lot of it is culture a lot of it is just around us and so uh, that really can truly affect you really easily too if you let it but you don't have to and then the third one is really kind of deep it's kind of deep <laughs> And it's something that when I first learned about, it was over my head and I wanted to understand it. So I listened and read over and over again, these concepts, basically, you know, from the moment you can hear in the womb, your life is starting to take shape. Your expectations of the people around you are starting to take shape. And this is called your identity. So when we're born and our parents have expectations of us, right? And they start setting up boundaries. They start setting up limitations. And like I said before, these are survival things, right? So they're actually good for us and they are healthy. But sometimes, you know, I wish that everybody's parents, you know, everybody had parents that set them up in a way that made them feel like the most confident person and that they have, they can be anybody they want and they truly are amazing. They have like an example of self-love and example of confidence. You know what I mean? Like I, that is truly my wish is that everybody has parents like that. Unfortunately, we don't. Unfortunately, we do grow up with limitations and learning things that stick into our identities, right, of why we're not good enough and why why we need to be hard on ourselves or certain aspects of our life, either our looks or our weight or our education or our jobs or family, anything like that. You know, we have set expectations from those around us and those we love and we were raised that way, right? So it becomes our identity. It becomes what we believe that we have to do and have to be. And so <laughs> that's why we're so hard on ourselves. And that's why it is so hard to flip the switch. It's not just a flip that we can switch because 
unfortunately, a lot of us have to do some deep digging and understand what it is about our identity that's holding us back from believing and loving ourselves. That's a really deep one to think about because we may not even know, maybe some of us do know, and I, I have a pretty good idea of some of the things that I was raised with. I understand how it affects me now. And a lot of it though, I had to sit and figure out. So those are kind of more of the reasons why we're so hard on ourselves, but I want to take a shift into why we need self-love. I just said, you know, these are like survival tactics, right? So we actually do need some of these things that we get ourselves down for. But a lot of the things, be it culture or some of our identity, things that we have set into ourselves, a lot of them are not necessary. And they're actually holding us back from a lot of things. If you can find a way to love yourself and build yourself up, it's gonna give you more confidence. And confidence is gonna give you the tool to slay your goals and to stop the self-sabotaging. Uh, but self-sabotage, I'll give you an example. I do this a lot with diets and like exercise routines. I'll try and try and try, fail, I'll fail to what I think is failing, whatever the expectation I set for myself, I don't do. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm not good at this. I suck and I can't do it. So I'm going to go eat like five burgers right now and a bunch of fries and a Diet Coke. And then I'm going to go get a milkshake later tonight and I'm going to go buy a bag of candy and get a cookie, a swig and <laughs> all the things. Like I will go hardcore in the opposite direction. And that my friends is self-sabotage. <laughs> And so if we have more self-love and more confidence, we're going to be able to stop the self-sabotage in the, in the tracks and give ourselves more grace and understanding and compassion to maybe we fall off the trail a little bit, but then we can always get back up on it because we're okay. We're actually doing a great job that we took a step in that direction. So, um, the other thing that I think is so important for us to all to understand is that so when I was trying to look up, like I was trying to look up another description for self-love, like, I, I don't know why I just self-love used to bug me. And I feel like people, it's like so over talked about. And so I wanted to have like another word for it. And I couldn't find one because anything that came up was vain, conceited, um, cocky, like <laughs> all the negative connotations that we have about self-love. And the truth about self-love is if you do love yourself, take care of yourself, show yourself gratitude, those kinds of things, then you actually open up your brain space and your mind to see the light in other people, to have more compassion for other people. But that if we can have more self-love and compassion and grace and gratitude for ourselves, then we'll actually be able to see it and pick it out in other people around us. You know what that stops? That stops the comparison. That stops the gossip. That stops like thinking that somebody who did something wrong to us is like the most horrible person in the world. And um, yeah, I think just that is a huge thing that we can understand is self-love um, actually makes us a better human for other people and other people can see our light and understand where we're coming from. They can see our confidence and it can inspire them to be the same. Whew. Okay. <laughs> that was a long one. Oh yeah. 
part of that is just like if if we're not so worried and concerned what other people are thinking about us and what we did wrong and how much we suck and why we're not good enough to be in this position or we have imposter syndrome about doing this thing, we have more mental space and capabilities of seeing the people around us and seeing their love and kindness. And that is one of the biggest things that I've learned from self-love because I definitely was very selfish person when I hated myself. And then the last thing I want to talk about is something huge for me. And it is that when you can love yourself and you understand your good qualities and the things that you need to do to grow and really do it in a healthy way, you will find your purpose. You will find something you're meant to do you will see it and then you'll be able to actually go for it and fight for it and live it. And I know this to be true because it's happening right now and it is huge for me. It's huge for me. It gives me so much clarity, freedom, and love for what I do. And I don't have these crazy expectations for myself because I know that when I show up, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. The end, that's it. (laughs) And so it's just been really, really amazing to see that kind of come around because I, um, a little over a year ago, I did dive deep. I went to this amazing workshop and I found what my purpose was. And I did start it and I started going towards it, but I didn't really see how big it really was. And I didn't believe that I could actually fight for it and go for it, if that makes sense. I didn't believe that if I started to put out more of this that I'm focusing on, that it would actually be received and people would care and all of that. But the more and more I work on my self-love, the more I see my potential. I can put things out there, know that it's good. I know I just said this, but I, I can know that it's good. I know it's my purpose and I can move on and I can feel awesome about it. I can be confident in what I'm doing. And that just feels so good. It just feels so good. <laughs> and I, I don't mean to like be boastful or cocky or conceited or vain, <laughs> but I'm just trying to tell you that It's bringing me true joy. It's allowing me to love every day that I'm in. Just be overall happy. And I think that's maybe one of the biggest keys that I want to leave with you today is that self-love brings you so much more happiness and love for your life right now. Not when I lose 10 pounds, I'll be happy. When I look like her, then I can be happy. Or when I have that house, then then we'll be happy. Like waiting for these things to come to us or to happen or whatever it is that we're expecting. If we just sit and complain about our lives or, or just always, we're always reaching for the next thing and we're not grateful and love what we have and who we are now, then we're never gonna be truly happy. And so if we can really work on that self-love and have that self-love and gratitude for ourselves, then we can be happy now. Every day is the future. 
today is the future. Tomorrow is also the future. Are you going to be happy tomorrow if you're not happy today? Why, why would you be happy tomorrow if you're not happy today? What is the difference? What's going to change tomorrow than today? Like, let's just choose today and let's work on ourselves and be happy and love who we are today. Thank you so much for tuning into the Undercover Unicorn podcast. If you felt lifted up and a little bit more magical, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss another episode and share this episode with a friend to help me spread the magic.